3: Welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that brings together well known friends to talk through three thought provoking questions over three glasses of wine. And this week, we're recording in front of a live audience at the Mindshare Huddle in central London. Let me hear you. My goodness, not only is this a busy room, we are at standing room only at the back. And to those of you listening thinking, what the hell is Mindshare? Let me explain. It's the UK's biggest media agency, and the Huddle is an annual event where every year nobody does any work, all their clients come into play. Is that right? And there's 3,000 people here today attending loads of events, just like this recording of White Wine Question Time. And because this is a one-of-a-kind recording, we had to secure some one-of-a-kind guests, and I have not disappointed. I really haven't. When they said yes, these two sat next to me, I literally chest-bumped myself. It's not an easy thing to do with a mirror. You'll know him as the former East Ender who made his name on Albert Square as Mickey Miller. And as you may have heard on a previous episode of White One Question Time, he was so loved by his co-stars, he was described by the legendary Wendy Richards as that cheeky little ginger bastard. <laughs> True story. She, oh, She made her name with a voice that's as big as her personality on X Factor back in 2009. Then came I'm a Celebrity, which saw them go on to become king and queen two years apart, with them winning in 2008 for him and 2009 for her. But six years would pass before they left the Outback and friendship turned to love. (laughs) I was so so excited when they got together, I can't tell you. Since Leaving the Jungle Boy have they been busy. At the moment, he's training for Dancing on Ice. She is a brilliant panellist on Loose Women and is about to launch her own parenting podcast. It is superb. Oh, and they've just become parents to a little boy who's here with us today. How cute is he, everyone? Rexy is here, who completes the lineup of their blended family alongside his 12 year old son and her 11 year old and seven year old Zach and Dayton. So please raise your glasses, don't spill anything, put your hands together. Let's hear it for Joe Swash and Stacey Sullivan. <laughs> Joe, you've been on the show before, yeah. but I know by the time you left, you might not remember how it works. So shall I explain it again?
4: Yeah, give me a little reading. <laughs> okay, Stace,
3: this is how it works. We have three questions. We are three friends. Across the course of those three questions, we knocked back three glasses of wine. And today, the audience are drinking along with us. Thank Woo! you to Marks and Spencers who have provided <laughs> the wine. So, everybody has their Sauvignons at the ready. Uh, all I need to know is are you ready for your first question? Ready. We're ready. Now, I wanted to start by talking about you two, because the first night I realised that you two were together, we were at a friend's 40th, and I literally was in a lift with you two, and then when the penny dropped that you were together, oh, my God, I could have taken the roof off the lift. (laughs) It's so lovely.
2: Do you know, it's really weird when people say, oh, I don't know why you didn't think of that earlier. (laughs) We're like, I know. (laughs) Um, it,
3: It is the weirdest... But you were were with other people when you first met. There was a friendship that led to romance. Yes. And what I I think on Instagram, you've got three and a half million followers between you. uh, The the audience here in the UK follow you as voraciously as they do Meghan and Harry. You're one of our favourite families to follow. Oh, I do. (laughs) I think so. Don't you agree? (laughs) Yeah. So what I wanted to know is (laughs) they're drunk already. Uh, What I wanted to know is could you single out three posts? that you've made on Instagram that you think best represent your relationship so far?
4: Yeah, I, I, think, I think I've thought of a couple. Go on. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's one. <laughs> Stacey looks scared. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one photo on, that I posted before we were actually together, and it was of me and you in Australia, um, just sitting next to each other. And I think that's a good start, because that's like the, the seed. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then there's Rex. <laughs> Oh my God! We've only got started. No, that wasn't going so there. So there's there's one of me and Stacey together before we were together. Then I think there's a photo I of haven't us. I've seen
2: that picture. Do you have a look? The only one I remember is is was me pretending to be a crab. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was we were when we first met. We went down on the beach with like a couple of our this friends. This one. Oh yeah, God. Do you remember that one? Very flattering face. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went down onto the beach and. I, I really pride myself on my impression of a crab. I think I'm really good at it. And for some reason, I think because I was embarrassed and also trying to be flirty, I thought the best thing to do would be to show him my impression of a
4: crab. Oh my God! And, and uh, all I remember from our first meeting was yeah, that, I remember that. me crabbing along the beach. I think <laughs> he was actually crabbing along to another crab. At the same oh, yeah, time. there was other crab. He was chasing here. the crab along. <laughs> the crab. <laughs> that poor crab <laughs> shit himself. <laughs>
3: You did. Was that. But at that point, had you started to think, I quite like Joe? Yeah,
2: I mean, even before I got to Australia, we were working together on, a, on another show. And I definitely thought, he's really nice and funny and a lot like me. And I, yeah, I did.
3: See, that's. that's but then you thought, I'm going to pull out that crab move in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that'll that'll seal right. the deal.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's strange that she says that, though, because the whole time we were in Australia, I I was openly flirting. I'm, I'm I wasn't. Yeah, but shy, I was. But... You
2: just didn't recognise. No, 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 do you know what? No, no. Knowing <laughs> you as I do, I would love
4: to see Joe openly flirting. I was flirt. openly flirting with her, but she was literally saying to me, "There's no point. There's no point. Stop flirting. There's no point." So it's she fine. kept shooting me down, and now she's telling me that was her flirting. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I didn't want to be too available. You know what it's like. <laughs>
2: I, and, then, <laughs> and then to set out as well, But whenever I, you know, if you think, you, when you've got kids, if you think something's going somewhere, I always feel the need to be like, I have two kids, a cat, a dog, and a really big mortgage. Do you still want to go out with oh, <laughs> Do you know what I
4: mean? And like, one that it was like, I've got kids, a dog, a really big mortgage, and I want more kids as well. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. "Is> so <laughs> yeah. what you said,
2: be up front from the beginning you went
4: camp. straight in I did because yeah. I thought I really like here's my person. terms and conditions yeah T's and nice. T's. T's <laughs> and let T's. me know if you fancy it <laughs> See, honestly though because because that whole time in Australia as well like I thought because Stacey was only there for four days so I was thinking I've got four days I've only got four days and we got to the last day and, and nothing had happened like she'd not give me a cent of anything not even so the apart crab apart from the crab which they didn't really take us flying. I just thought <laughs> well, that's a bit strange but we'll let that one go <laughs> So I, I thought, right, it was her last night in the apartment before she went, so I thought I'd knock on the door and I thought, I've seen it on films before, I'm going to just go in and I'll just kiss her. Just kiss her.
3: It so, wasn't like in
4: the films, It wasn't like that. <laughs> it wasn't like that. I almost felt like I was being
2: attacked. <laughs> I was like, uh, he said bye and I said bye and then I shut the door, then he knocked again, so I opened the door and he literally just went...
4: So, so, me. so basically I was just kissing teeth like, like, like <laughs> my mouth didn't move And as I was doing it, I was thinking, I've really misread this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I've really misread this. And then she went home and then I got a text from her on the plane home and I thought, and she sort of I can't remember what the text said, but he was like, I think it
2: was like nice.
4: I think it was like, sorry, I didn't kiss you back, it was really nice. And I thought, ah. Oh, Thank God for that. I was expecting a call from your boss saying, have you been sexually harassing (laughs) (laughs) Stacey? You thought
3: that that there was going to be an HR issue. Oh, there's
4: a a problem here, Joe.
3: (laughs) Oh, well, that that picture really does mean a lot then. It it was the beginning of a beautiful relationship. What about you, Stacey? What's one of your pictures that you Um, would say? Seminal.
2: There's two that I think are pinnacle. Obviously, the first picture of it's actually a video on my Instagram of Joe, Rex, and I when he was mm. first born, and I remember just—I've never been so in love with Joe. Oh. I mean, it's it's that withered. Went quite fast. <laughs> <laughs> it changed like that was, 24 hours. Later. It's a little
4: brief window <laughs> of love, and then. <laughs> It went.
2: <laughs> I, I always look For those twenty minutes <laughs> though, it was intense days oh. not it. Honestly, whenever he's really upsetting me or annoying me or getting on my nerves, I scroll back down my feet <laughs> and watch that video and I think I do love him. <laughs> <I> love him <laughs>
4: so much. I remember this moment. She's so easily annoyed at the moment as well. <laughs> yeah. So on, th- so this moment.
2: Then, uh, sorry, no, that was it. Oh, and then there's sorry. one more um, recently, because for ages I hadn't put a picture up of Joe and I together, because you know what it's like. You you get pregnant and then it's all about the
4: kids. No, what had happened? I was number one and then the baby comes, <laughs> And then it's all about a baby. Nothing's about me no more. So, oh, and then, yeah, and then I, took a
2: picture of, <laughs> I took a picture of us and... Um, posted it and I think the caption was something about... You know, I haven't put a picture up in a while and I think it's one, because there's so much else going on, but two, because we momentarily dislike each other quite often (laughs) these days. (laughs) And I think it was just... It's a really honest depiction of life after having a newborn, is that I love you so much, but I also, you infuriate me.
3: Do you know? Like, that, like, love-hate Well, that brings me really nicely to my second question, because it's based exactly around that, and the honesty, and it's are there lots of parents in the room? Yeah, you can't just nod, it's a podcast, (laughs) you have to make a noise. (laughs) This lady had a
4: baby the same time as us. Did you? Did
3: you? you? And and do you hate your partner? (laughs)
4: Please, you can be honest. honest. Sometimes yeah. that'll so, do. We'll go with sometimes, Joe. It's, it's not just all the time for me. Either. Sometimes when Stacey's being nice to me, I can see she's doing it for a grudge.
2: No, I mean it. It's but just you hard. just hate
4: saying it, do you? <laughs> oh, I love you.
3: <laughs> okay, question number two is everybody topped up? Yes. Yes, good, good, good. Okay, I love your Instagram stories, Stace, and and what you both have, have alluded to already is the fact that you don't sugarcoat your relationship. The highs, the lows, they're there for all to see. Um, recently, Stace, you've been posting pictures of Joe sleeping at midday. And playing PlayStation in bed while Stacey is cleaning, looking after three children, sleep-deprived, carrying <laughs> Rex in her arms.
4: See, I told you this. I, mean, I said he, to you. You won't do... play the PlayStation. No. <laughs> no. Let's tell the truth. How many times have I played it? That? If That's not That's the often. first time I played it, right? <laughs> all the kids are playing this game Fortnite. I thought, why <laughs> done... don't I have a go? I've done the night feed <laughs> the night before, didn't I? And I was thinking, right, I'll have a little nap at 11 o'clock. And she grasped on me. Imagine if I was like, I'm just going to have a little nap at (laughs) 11pm. See
2: you later. (laughs) No, you are an incredible father. And there are things that I do that wind Joe up. There are things that he does that wind me up. We're just normal
3: people. You're just normal. But I mean, and and you have been really honest. I mean, you you just said it kind of in a roundabout way there, Stace. But in a recent interview, you did say, it's a funny one. I either love Joe more than I've ever loved him or I completely hate him. There's nothing in between. (laughs) But there's... There's definitely a, a,
4: there's definitely a pattern here Because I don't feel that way I yes, love Stacey do. Honestly Aww. I don't I love you Stace. You really don't get on my nerves <laughs> There's nothing you do Honestly <laughs> that, that, There's nothing you do really That gets on my nerves Really, Apart from when you're having a go at me <laughs> constantly about saying, no, it's not know one it is? thing it's another it's that it's that
2: exhaustion isn't it uh, is that, and it makes the you the so fractious and then and then the emotions and the hormones then I your th- milk stops coming in and then something else happens then you get constipation or piles and then you're just <laughs> like you know what I've had enough I just can't <laughs> take it anymore so
3: therefore I hate you
4: <laughs> I, hate <laughs> I understand everyone, it, yeah. it's not personal I'm, I'm the target <laughs> I'm, I'm an easy target of course because cause I, cause, cause we're a partnership you know I can take it for a certain amount of
3: time. <laughs> <laughs> so what I wanted to know is, what were the last three things you argued about? <laughs> and oh were God. they even important? I mean, yeah, I mean, none of our arguments
4: are important. No. None of them are. I think most of our arguments are just like a stress release. Like, ah. We then... don't really argue, argue.
2: Though. None of Neither of us are shouters. So we don't... I'm not very good at shouting. I'm not very good at confrontation in general. So neither of us are very good at being
4: like, I
3: hate you.
4: It's more of a...
2: Mine you, will be more of a. You had the um, sly I, dig.
4: Like, The baby will be sitting there and I'll be watching telly. She'll be like, baby's so bored. No one's going to play with a baby. I'm like, I know that's directed at me. 100%. Last night, at about half past nine, I. I been I mean, doing skating on ice, which I am finding hard, but you seem to think I'm it's I love a breeze. Why would you say skating on ice as opposed to anything else? Because I'm going to be dancing on there. <laughs> I
3: <laughs> was, was going to th- say, do you not understand the title, but are you just being honest <laughs> about your skills,
4: Joe? Oh, mate, honestly, I haven't even thought about the dancing. <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. I'm just trying to get over the skating on it. <laughs> but, like, like so she, she wanted a dime bar last night. And usually I'll go and a get... A dime you. bar. Yeah, she's got I'm a thing for a dime, dime bars. Bar. I, like, I like a dime bar, They're space.
2: delicious, aren't they? You eat the outside of the chocolate. And then you've and got then the you hard
4: centre. Nice. But we've got, to, we've got to have a dime bar in the house. If it's not in the house, like, <laughs> she'll stress about it. So, <laughs> usually, usually, I'll go and get at the dime bar. But then I thought last night, I thought, no, I'm not going to go in the car drive down to the petrol station to get another dime bar. So, (laughs) I put my jacket on. She don't even ask me to get the dime bar. I put my jacket on. She's like, so I'll have a dime bar, please. And I was like, I'm just going in the garden. And the look she'd give me as if if to say, you're not going to get my dime bar. I went to bed early last night, half nine, didn't I? (laughs) Just to avoid that uh, just argument. Just to avoid the dime bar. <laughs> Did yeah. you get a dime bar?
2: Yeah, my yeah. um my sister <laughs> brought her around. Yeah. I'm Stacey's
4: not... a bit passive aggressive a bit. <laughs> <laughs> she won't directly tell me, but she'll let me know. <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> and I'm quite sensitive, that's the thing as well. I I grew up in a house full of women. So, my dad passed away when I was 12. So, since then, I've grown up with my mum and my two sisters. So, I've, I've become quite sensitive. So, like, <laughs> I can sense everything off of her. When she's got the ump, I sense it straight away. And I hate it. And I have to and I have to say to Stace, what's the matter? What, what, what have I done? And then that causes the argument, because <laughs> there's nothing there that I've done, or there's no, no. reason why we've got the argument. The only
2: reason we ever get short with each other is just because we're tired. Yeah. I yeah. Think. And it always comes to the end of it, where we'll have it out yeah. over nothing, and then we'll both sit there and go. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shall we just move on? Do you want a time bar? Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of one and the other. I'm, I'm really sensitive. Stacey
3: could be sensitive, and together we have our moments, yeah. don't <laughs> we? <laughs> but you all seem to smile at the end of it. Yeah, because we love each other. I think ultimately it wouldn't be normal
2: if we didn't disagree on things or things didn't agitate us or get on our nerves. Yeah. Like,
4: um. You know, we I'm wholeheartedly in love with Joe. Uh, yeah. I, this is why I like doing these things, because the only time <laughs> she ever tells me this, <laughs> like I'm sitting here, get, I'm sitting here welling up, getting a bit emotional, thinking oh. <laughs> she still loves me. Oh. Like, so we've got, we've got to do more She's of these things. We've got to do more of these things, Stace. Rubbish. I feel, I feel on the top of the world today.
3: <laughs> well, you, well, you know that that key moment when Stace went into to, to labour early, because oh, yeah. literally you were supposed to be on air that day, Stace. Yeah. Were you the man of the moment, Joe? Did you roll your sleeves up? Were you everything she needed in that moment? <laughs> I struggled, mate. <laughs> I mean, Joe... first of all, first we didn't expect it, did we? No,
2: I think that Joe, without before Joe started panicking, I was really calm. You know, you think, it's all right, I know what's coming. In a minute, my mucus plug's going to fall out and it's all going to be all right. So you like, you start getting yourself ready and mentally prepared. But then Joe came into the room which was just like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And then you start thinking... What is gonna happen? <laughs> I, was like, like, I was like holding myself. In. Like,
4: what do I do? What's gonna happen? And you were really panicked. It was first thing it? in the morning, I was asleep and I heard. Like she didn't even say, "Joe, I'm having some contractions." I got, we're gonna go hospital. And I woke up just thinking, "Oh my god!" I thought we had two weeks still. <laughs> we didn't have a bag packed. We had nothing, so we literally had to get in a car. When Stacey was sort of like. We had to get all the baby stuff from Mother Care across the road because we had no bag with us, did
2: we? I didn't want to buy anything until right before. And I've never had an, a baby before my due date. They've always been after or just on. So I just assumed I was one of those people with really thick waters or something. <laughs> <laughs> just like out, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I don't know what, some, what goes through my mind sometimes. <laughs> but I just did not anticipate being a few weeks before our due date. So when it did happen, I hadn't had like, his first outfit or... I didn't have anything. I didn't have those giant sanitary towels that everybody needs and you know, like, those ones
3: that literally are like parachute. Oh um, my god. I know you you could literally oh, you have a kip on one of those. Have, honestly, it's um, like a blanket. Th- but I love them. <laughs> I do love them.
2: I find them really comfy. <laughs> I didn't have anything. Um and, yeah, and I knew as soon as I got those pains, I was like, this isn't... They're, they're getting really bad really quick. Thanks. We've got to go. And then Joe was just a mess. At one point, we yes. were in the labour ward, uh, in the room, and they were breaking my waters because I was... Dilating, but my waters were still there. So they were like, "Right, we're gonna break your waters." I said, "Okay, then." And you know, it's like it's not very pretty. No, i laying it? there with like, like this. Just relax, they say, and you're like, "Okay, <laughs> go." It's the most got a unrelaxed giant giant position. Hanger about to like, rip your waters out, and Joe was doing this. No, no. and I was like,
4: "It's tapping on the wall." <laughs> I lost it. Well, it was, right. Oh, my God. Was Was it you, Joe? Were you tapping? Yeah, it was. Because the doctor said, right, we're going to burst our waters. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, the way he said I was like, it sounds like I'm going to hear this. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) And I don't want to see it either. What do you mean? If that's the worst that's going to happen to you in that moment, you got off lightly. Stacey was there. And I thought, right, what I'm going to do is, and I leant against the wall so I couldn't see it. And I was just going... (laughs) Oh, I my thought, God. You walked away and turned your face to the wall? I just thought, I don't want to see it or hear it. So I look at the wall and <laughs> bang on the wall. And then, yeah, that set Stacey off. It set me off.
2: That set me off. And then when he asked for my gas and air, I was like, oh, you're joking
4: me. And at one point, I was like, Mum, get him out. Don't let him have it. Don't <laughs> let him take it. she me. wasn't using it. No, I she I was using she it. She were not using it herself. And I was like, I'd really been looking forward to a bit of gas and air. Do you know, those, <laughs> they have those cans in there. And if they run out, you are... I'm That's it, you're, on, say, no, you're on your own. No, there's loads of them in there. She was just chewing on it. And every time I got it, she went, and she looked at me, like, she was like, don't you put your germs on there. I was <laughs> thinking, you're having my baby. You're back my mouth germs. Yeah, so there's no gas in there, unfortunately. Not for you. No. There's plenty for me. I nearly
2: threw up. I was like... <laughs> Literally. I don't remember when our, the placenta came out and he's like, oh, oh, let's have a look. I'm like, oh. I was going to use that as one of our
4: photos, as th- like the photos of me and Stacey. What the hell? Got...
2: Oh, He doesn't want to hear my waters break, but he wants to see that ugly brain of a placenta that's
4: just of out. I mean, <laughs> what on earth? That, 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 I've never seen one before. Like, that, it's quite something in there. I was pretty shocked by the whole thing. I thought we were twins. I thought, oh, no. <laughs> I
3: mean, like, thought it was a one? baby.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> At least we got one good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just fascinating. Thought... No, I didn't think that, really. I was looking at it thinking...
3: My... I love you, Joe Swash. God no. love you. And God bless you, that. Stace. Oh, no. I was just thinking,
4: like, my kids lived in that for, like, nine months. No, like, how strange is that?
3: They it. don't live it. That's the, oh. that's the amniotic so- sack. I didn't need to look at it, then. <laughs> Yeah, no, it worked out well in the end. Didn't it it? Did. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's he's next door oh, now, yeah. sleeping like an angel. That child no. smiles because he's come from such a happy, if not slightly hilarious, home. <laughs>
0: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter-shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm a celebrity,
3: but it's obviously a massive, massive moment for you both in your careers. And... It's kind of Britain's most popular popularity contest now, if you like, yeah. isn't it? People go on there and the public normally make a winner of the show out of somebody that is decent. And that is certainly true of both of you. Oh, thank you. And, and I think that is that, you know, we literally fell in love with you on show, that show. And I'm so glad that you're in love with each other still now, by the way. You consistently across your time since The Jungle have spoken out and spoken up for the things that you believe are right and just. And that's really hard when you've got an audience that are all ears and eyes all over you all the time and states you particularly when you've spoken out on issues that you think are really important. People shout you down, but you still keep talking. And I really, really admire you for that. To the point that Stephen Fry, who's your hero, isn't he? He oh describes God. Stacey on uh, Twitter as just wonderful mm-hmm. because she refuses to be to be silenced by th- those kind of loud, shouty, trolly messages when you're trying to land your point. And I really hope that you continue to do that because I think if you do, that little boy next door will have the greatest role models to show him through life.
2: Are you trying to make me cry, Kate? No. Is that what
3: this is for? Am I going to make you cry? I don't yeah, want you to really cry. Lovely. But what I wanted to know is, when did you last stand up for something that you thought was really important? And at what cost does it come to each of you? You live together. You must see that in order to stand up and speak about something, people will come back at you and, and you have to support each other through that. Well, I, I think it's it's a lot more difficult for
4: Stacey to start with, I think, because Stacey's got a platform where where a lot of young women, a lot of women generally, you know, they relate to Stacey, you know. So I think for Stacey, it's a little bit more of a minefield. So. Stacey does get grief when she stands up for something, but if she wants to stand up for something and believes in it, you know, that's the example that she was shown by her mum and her dad, and that's the example that she's going to show to our kids. I think it's a lot easier for me. I don't think that, you know, apart from, you know, just standing up for family members and friends and that, I don't put myself on that platform to, to kind of, I've not found an issue that I'm, that I'm prepared to share. I, I find things quite privately, like mental health and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I suffer from things like that, but I haven't been forward coming. I think there's, there's, a, there's a lot of voices out there for mental health. I think that's got enough. There's enough people doing that. I think there's other areas that people need to work on. And I think what Stacey does is amazing. And, like, do she does put herself on the chopping block, but I think that's
2: Stacey. I don't
4: think it is a chopping block. I think that most
2: people are inherently kind and I think that most people are supportive of other of, of others and actually just want to lift people up and be kind. So if anything, most of the time when I'm speaking out about something, it's to get support off of other people because I'm struggling with it. And actually, I find social media, for me, a place where I can say, I really found this hard mm. and I... I like, for example, with breastfeeding, I really, really struggled with it and I actually felt like a bit of a failure. And... um speaking about it online actually helps me feel like I'm normal and feel like there's loads of people out there who have experienced the same things or there's I, I find advice that I never knew existed. I just think it's an incredible place to have a big conversation and most people in that space want to be nice. There's always going to be mm. somebody out there who's got a problem with what you do or has
3: got something horrible to say like that magazine article. So so, I think it was Now magazine which I believe is shut now. They don't exist anymore. Yeah what a shame. (laughs) Um, They'd put a cover uh, on the stands that was really disparaging of you and actually of any woman I think that didn't conform to the ridiculous ideals that are set out for us to aspire to and you called them out on that.
2: Yeah I mean on one page So, on the
3: front page, it
2: said that I was cheap, desperate and something else really horrible. And then if you flicked through the magazine, it told you how to get your revenge body. Like, after you've split up with somebody, what you need to do to get over a relationship, basically starve yourself and fix your body, is what it was saying. And I just felt like the entire... Regardless of what it said on the cover about me, what it's saying is, is that somebody who
3: likes who they are is boring, cheap and desperate. Yeah, that's what it said, boring, cheap and desperate. And this is a women's magazine. You just need to remember that. It's like, it's bought by women, it's written for women. Yeah, and then, so you're saying that that is boring and you're saying that
2: actually what we should be doing is hating who we are and changing who we are to make our life better. And I just really hate that narrative in general. I hate the narrative that is one size fits all. I feel like there's room for every single... ...type of person out there and everyone needs to be represented... ...and sometimes it just isn't that way. Even when it comes to things like um, body representation... Mm. ...just to have different types of a body. It's okay to have Kate Moss's body... ...but it's also okay to have somebody else's body. I just feel like the diversity isn't there. So when... Most of the time when I'm speaking out... ...it is because I feel passionately about it. But I will say that most people feel are are really lovely about it and are really supportive. on the same page and supportive and yeah. want to be nice people don't want to be horrible most of the time and
4: also i think that i think the people that are in the public eye that are on social media they've got to be very they've, 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 there's a great responsibility that they have mm. which i think stacy takes on board and i think stacy is stop no no I, I do i think you you do it to you do it to perfection where you know, people can... They can portray their lives as being, you know, fantastic and glamorise everything. You see some people off the telly and in their Instagrams and you'd think they're living a different life. You think, that's not achievable. That, that's not real. You know, and I think where Stacey's got a great platform and, and the reality is she'll post our life. Our life's hard. We're tired. We're doing night feeds. We've got four kids between us, you know. It's not a fairy tale. And I think because people look at this and they look at people to be their role models, seeing that Stacey's real and saying, no, look, I'm not like these people. I, I've not got, you know, this lifestyle. I've got the same lifestyle as you, the same problems as you. I
2: mean, I, I think that we're extremely privileged. So I think to say that, you know, I think actually our life is really privileged. Like, even you know, down it to is, the fact that we, we, I have childcare, I have my parents and my family there to help me, which loads of my friends do You can bring your have. son to work today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so which can, most can, people yeah. aren't allowed to do. Yeah. We, we do live a really extraordinarily privileged lifestyle but at the same time I think what you mean
3: is we're just normal we're as not well. yeah it yeah. isn't what it isn't glossy and. you're not sending your driver airbrush. to the station to <laughs> have a dime bar for you are you Stacey well. well I'm the driver I
4: swear to God right one Christmas my mates they thought it was hilarious they bought me a chauffeurs hat
1: because I drive
4: Stacey around so much you like, like driving I don't like driving you do you love it
2: you hate it when I drive I, I don't know where you get this from he, does, he hates when I drive, he does this thing don't. when I'm driving right where he does this. And there's no pedals under his feet. Yeah, we're pushing an imaginary pedal. <laughs> and he's like...
3: Or does he do this as well, Stacey? So my boyfriend does this. Yes!
2: yes. What, What's that? that?
3: What the hell is that? That is you. No, that is you. What
2: is that? <laughs> it's not like I'm about to... I'm going five miles an hour.
4: And he's like... Oh, oh. <laughs> break. <laughs> he's breaking for me. Oh, shit, <laughs> I'd love you to see Stacey in the car with me, (laughs) honestly. Anyone would think I'd drive like Mad Max, honestly. (laughs) The way she goes on, she's holding on to the doors, holding on to my leg. But no, I mean, I don't mind doing a bit of driving around. It's fine. But no, but what I was trying to say is is that I think there's a great responsibility to show that, that this is the real world. Yeah. We, we we're not glamorizing it. You know, we argue, you know, the dog does a, a poo on the floor, it might be there for three hours before someone picks it up. You know, <laughs> it's true. We're exactly the same as everyone as everyone the else. Thing,
2: the thing is as well, like it doesn't it doesn't matter who you are, I get sucked into it all the time. Like I get sucked into that world of you know, when I was do at the beginning when I was having when I had Rex, I really didn't feel that. Great. And um, I still got sucked into that whole ideal that everyone puts out there after having yeah. their baby of this, like, glow and happy preciousness and just a boob out in Costa. Like, oh. <laughs> and I genuinely thought, oh, my God, I'm, I'm not like anyone else. And you
3: have to dig deep for it. Like, so there are certain people that I will follow now just so that I feel more normal. <laughs> but I think that's a really important point you make, Stace, because we choose who we we take, uh, you know, content from. We 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 curate our feeds follow the people that make you feel good yeah you know what Absolutely. you want to do is follow the people that straighten your crown not rip it off
4: exactly and i think sometimes with stacy her followers feel like they're in a little bit of a gang you know they're all they're, all, they're watching it together it's yeah. like a little group like it's a community all, they'll talk to each other who's struggling with what and how each other are helping each other so stacy gets as much out of that 100%. as they get out of stacy mm. so with that it's like a bit of yin and yang i mean trying to talk to stacy most of the time <laughs> It's hard work because she's on that phone 24-7. Stop
3: it. No, I'm not. I'm only joking. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. I But do you know what? My... my ex- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Quite a lot. <laughs> but my experiences of, of certainly Instagram have been exactly the same. I feel like I'm a part of a community yeah. where people are uplifting and congratulatory and nice and, nice and kind. And... I mean, you get the odd one that comes in. But in the same way that if you are in a big garden party, for example, and somebody strolled in off the street and they had a bit half cut shouting profanities, you just quietly ask them to leave. That's what I do on Instagram. Yeah. They get blocked.
2: Well, this is it. I think with Instagram, like you said, you choose who you want to see. So most people that are seeing your content are seeing it because they want to see it. Or there's an algorithm that says, oh, you also might like this. Whereas on places like Twitter, sometimes your stuff will go on everybody's page, if that makes sense, and just out to anyone. So then you just get random people who didn't necessarily want to see that saying horrible things. So I do think Instagram's just a bit of a friendlier, more directional place. Yeah. And and like you said, you know, the best thing I've learned, I used to reply to to people that were really horrible, but then I realised that, one, it's probably what they're after when they're being horrible, and, two, I feel like I'm a bit of a troll because then loads of people attack them yeah so i I feel like i'm doing to them what they've just done to me so now i'm exactly the same as
3: you i'm just like oh look there's a swipe delete button (laughs) yeah delete imagine that it's your front door and you're just holding it open and going it's time you went yeah you're not welcome yeah (laughs) but but thank you on behalf of mothers of um children everywhere who are entering into a world where they're growing up with social media as as a given tool for communication for for showing good practice stace and standing up for what you believe because not a lot of people do and i think you really are um a role model in that space and i and i think she's done a lot of good for a lot of women and um i'm really grateful for everyone (laughs) does anybody have a question for joe and stace yes here
2: I've got to start off with a comment and uh, to say a massive thank you for being so relatable. And, you know, you really br- brought back home memories of two years ago of my uh, son being born and another one being on the way. And um, my question really is, I'm. Um, it must be just so hard for you, Stacy, to just be so honest out there in the social media. And did it come naturally to you or did you really push yourself to say, look, this is me, I'm going to be honest and share my experience with everyone. Firstly, congratulations and good luck. Thank you. the next one. Um, do you know what, it's so lovely you're saying that, but honestly, I genuinely don't know how else to be and, and that's the God's honest truth. So I when I'd started Instagram, I, 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 it was on the premise that you just share in your life. So I don't know what else to share other than what is actually happening in my life at that time. <laughs> there has been times when i've gone to share something and second thought it because it is very personal and it is very honest and raw and i almost felt like should i share that should i not but actually it's it was more for me it was i know i know it wasn't it was more of a selfish thing because i really was struggling and i really did want to know what everybody else was doing and how the hell they were getting through those certain times in my life. And because I couldn't find it anywhere, it actually made me sit there and think, how does anybody have this conversation? How does anybody feel like they're doing all right if there's if no one out there is sharing this version of events and it's
3: always looking but, like one but way. you ha- but you need somebody to start important conversations and i'm sat here with two people that do exactly that and it's so wonderful in this day and age when we we live life through filters and such distorted lenses that you two have kept it so real and there's a reason why you're still doing this all these years on um, and that's because people really really just Love you and I can't thank you enough. We are out of time but um, oh, thank you. ladies and gentlemen, thank you. would you please put your hands together for Joe and Stacey? Thank you. Thank you. This episode of White One Question Time is coming to you live from central London. It's produced by Caitlin Mercer and myself for Yahoo. Uh, and as always, our music is provided by Andy Bell, whose back catalogue with Oasis and Ride is available on iTunes, Spotify, and all your good music outlets. Thank you today to Marks and Spencers for the fine wine. And please try to do as we always do, and drink responsibly. We'll be back next week. From all of us here in central London, goodbye. Goodbye.